Hello and welcome to the incredibly influential and highly successful podcast. I'm incredibly influential. And I'm highly successful. Today is Wednesday the 10th of May as we are recording this. Uh, glad to, glad to, glad to be with you guys. You know, yeah. Yeah, we're all still here. Yeah, who'd have thought? Who'd have thought? In, in the, you know, it's, 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 it's touch and go. It's touch and go. Um, uh. I want to just jump into it. Let's just go. Let's just get into it hard and deep. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. What are your thoughts? It was a good closure to a pretty good movie series in the Marvel franchise. It's like nice that we finally have a good Marvel movie. <laughs> Yeah, it's been a while. It's it is been a definitely... dry spell. Oh yeah, sure. yeah. The last one, the last good one, I would say, came out in twenty twenty one. It's like that always is... crazy when like the same studio can produce such varying levels of content. You know? Yeah, they have very I would... different creative directions. Yeah, I would agree. Um, I I would say let's just let's just say our non spoiler. Uh, opinions now um i'd give it like a seven eight maybe okay well i'm not gonna put a number i'm just gonna say that you know I would that it was good and it. you recommend it yeah yeah i yeah i don't know i i like to try and and crystallize my thoughts down into a number but i don't know i guess it's kind of hard i guess it's kind of hard yeah um, unless you've got like a I need what I really need to do is I need to set up a list of like a film for each rating and then I'll I'll be like okay this is this is where it's at it's better than this but not as good as this. I think that that'd probably be smart. But yeah, I think yeah. I think if Guardians you, 3. If anyone likes the previous movies, they would like this one. Would you uh, say all right, if where you would don't, you don't then you then maybe you won't like this one. That's <laughs> That's my take. <laughs> you know what? Based. Based. Where would you put it in terms of the trilogy? I think I'd put it at the top. Me too. I think it goes this one, then volume two, then volume one. Um, But I mean, as far as like these movie franchises go in like trilogy form, this has probably been like the strongest, most consistent. I would say the Spider-Man trilogy was pretty good. Oh it was yeah, pretty consistent. I I like that one too. Yeah, that that, that was one. that was the one that I was alluding to was the last good Marvel movie. Um, no way home. Uh, yeah, it was good. It was really good. Well, yeah, I would Tom agree Holland's. With you. Yeah, Tom Holland is is phenomenal as Spider-Man. Great casting. Um. All right. Uh, I guess we can we we should go into spoilers now, but yeah, we both recommend it. Go see it before you listen to the rest of this episode. But make sure you come back. Make sure you come back. You better. I'm watching you. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think uh, yeah, let's get into spoilers. Three, two, one. Uh, here's a thought. Here's a thing that I noticed. Um, this is the second time in the last like month or so where a Chris Pratt movie has used No Sleep Till Brooklyn by the Beastie Boys. Because it was in yeah. Super Mario movies as well. Yeah. There's just there's just going to be overlap like that. You know? Yeah. 
Yeah. I, or or Chris Pratt really fucking loves that song. He really loves that song. I don't think he gets to make the choice <laughs> for what I song. Know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe not. Um, uh, just on the soundtrack thing as a whole, how, how do you feel about this one? I mean, it's probably not my favorite soundtrack from the three movies, but yeah, I think it's serviced the movie pretty well i mean there are there's some numbers i think like yeah that hit a lot harder than others but you know those were like fantastic for the bit yeah awesome mix volume one had like i i would say awesome mix volume one is probably the best one but volume two has mr blue sky brandy and the chain so Come on, you know, but, but all right. Yeah. I would say that this one was the weakest, but again, no sleep till Brooklyn fucking great song. Gotta love the beastie boys. Yeah. Gotta love. I'm like, I don't know. I'm, I'm impressed with the pacing of the movie. I felt like it was pretty good. Like it's a long movie, but you didn't ever like feel its length. Yeah, and I was a I was kind of worried about that when I started seeing that they were doing flashbacks. Like I didn't see in the movie. I didn't look at how long it was gonna be. Um, oh, I knew, I knew from the beginning. Yeah, I I didn't I when I bought the tickets I didn't look at that so I was just like all right yeah, I didn't realize it was that long. It doesn't feel that long. I need to look up how long it actually was. It's at two hours point. and thirty minutes. No fucking way! Really? Yep. Wow! Wow! Did not feel that long at all. It felt like just as long as the other two. Yes. Yeah. But it, oh yeah, James James Gunn is really fucking good at that. Uh, yeah, he he's real good at keeping it real fucking pacing, just nice and 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 tight. You know, tighter than a miser's purse. Really. Yeah. I mean, I feel like. We saw in his movie, The Suicide Squad, he's able to handle a large ensemble of characters pretty well. Yeah. And give them a lot of, like, a good enough amount of recognition in the story to feel like, you know, all of them have their moments. So, yeah, I I felt like the same was done here. I mean, I felt like Mantis was given a lot more to do in this movie than mm-hmm. the second one which is a step up mm-hmm. uh, I think that giving her more like interactions with Drax was also good because I mean I get it you know the second movie was mostly about Quill mm-hmm. but uh, yeah it was it was good it was I I don't know how to feel about like the the fake out the death fake out i don't know to me he looked pretty dead but for some yeah, reason he, he was able to survive popped. that he fucking he, popped he bloated yeah i was like oh that's it that's really it okay when we're gonna when we, i guess he's part god you know yeah whatever when peter uh, comes back well all right we got something on this right uh peter's grandpa Jason Quill. 
I don't know if you know anything about Star-Lord's origin in the comics, but it's nothing like it is in the MCU. He has nothing to do with Ego in the in the comics. Yeah. His his father, Jason of Spartax, is he's like an alien guy uh and and that's where he gets like his powers from and uh yeah, so I I'm wondering if maybe we're going to when Star-Lord comes back cuz you know he will. Yes, that was made uh, abundantly clear in the movie. Yeah, in uh, text format. Yeah, so when when he comes back, not if, um, uh, we might see something about that. But yeah, I don't know. I, I, I yeah, I. Who do you really... think got the most uh, time to shine here? Like, like Rock, who really rocket. got the yeah, rocket. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, man was incapacitated. I for most, most of, of the, movie. the movie yeah, and still had more time to shine than the rest of the cast. I don't know if it was the soundtrack or the, sh- the, the cinematography or what, but the, the scene just at the very beginning where he just sort of is walking around and it's creep by Radiohead. Like, fuck man, that just hit. It just hit really good. That was, I mean, very it's, solid. Yeah, like it's a cool start to the the movie, but then it's it's nice that that moment has a greater payoff from yeah. watching the rest of the movie. Yeah, but I mean, it didn't even really need a greater payoff because fucking Creep by Radiohead is a great song. Yeah. I Honestly, mean, I, I think I prefer that version, the acoustic version, to the... I think they should have put the swear word in that yeah, song. Yeah. Well, even in that version, even in that version that came out in like 1992, it still doesn't have uh it they don't say fuck in uh, uh, they don't. No. It it's only in the um original version. I could be wrong. I could be wrong, but I So they know, picked the version that didn't have it. Yes. Okay. But also, I mean, it it fits a lot better that it's it's, you know. Yeah, you think it fit better in the door scene? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I went to see it with my friend. He was, he was talking about that. How he heard something about how that was going to be used in the movie, and he was disappointed by it. Yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, that was kind of stupid, but whatever, you know." <laughs> yeah. How did you feel about um, uh, the last scene? With with dog days are over. Um, you know what I mean when like everyone splits up. Well, it's just like the whole dance party thing, yeah. But also that. I mean, it's kind of fun. It. Yeah. I. Th- it's weird because I mean I've read somewhere that James Gunn was trying to emulate the feeling of watching Star Wars. By making this movie. Now, and... having seen Return of the Jedi very recently, I kind of get it. I kind I kind of understand that. It it kind of feels like the the Yub Nub scene. Um, yeah. obviously with much better music. Uh, yeah, F- fucking hell. But uh, he was he was definitely uh reaching those points mm-hmm. in those those story beats in his movie so 
you know, I thought, okay, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. I know, I know why he's doing it in the like in the story, but I also know why he's doing it as a director. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, like he's he's given them this big celebration moment, which I mean, I think they kind of deserve. Absolutely, because... they deserve. <laughs> Because uh, they don't really get to have that in, like, their other movies. They're usually yeah. too busy dying or, you know, running away. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised nobody really died in this, you know? Yeah, but there were still stakes for the characters, I think. Yeah, yeah. Not, not to say the, that there wasn't stakes, but, like, I think, yeah. like, the a large emphasis is that so many of the characters that we see on screen have already experienced some form of loss. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, like, it's not as much about seeing what more they could lose, it's seeing how they can move on as people mm-hmm. and grow. So, and and I think that was pretty well executed in the movie. I would tend to agree, yeah. I, yeah, I, I think all in all, it was just a very well-executed movie. I think James has really come into his own as a filmmaker. Um, yeah, he's he really definitely, been growing up. He has definitely, you know, distinguished himself separate from the Marvel brand. Absolutely. Or, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Everyone just, always like, says... Brand. Yeah. Everyone always says that, like, Oh, it's just, these are the only movies to feel like they're directed by like a human, and like that's obviously not true. Like, because you can see the other movies are directed by humans, but those humans are not good directors. <laughs> I I would disagree. I would disagree. Up until, uh, uh, you know, Thor Ragnarok felt like a very Taika movie, and Love and Thunder was shot like a Taika movie. It wasn't written like one, but it it was shot like one. Um, Black. Uh, I would say Black Panther feels like a a Kugels movie. Um, you you can, you can definitely see like, uh, if you watch like Creed, for example, Creed one versus Black Panther one, you 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 can see similarities. You know, just, it 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 has the feel of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say recently maybe they haven't been feeling so. Uh, personable, but like, you know, I, I, Eternals felt like a Chloe Zhao movie. You know, at, they they feel like they're directors. It's just that Peyton Reed, who it, you know, who did uh, Quantum Mania, uh, he has no soul. He 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 <laughs> genuinely has never created a good film. His soulless provides nothing to the world of filmmaking or society as a whole. And if he never got any work again, I would not feel bad. Uh, well, there you have it. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I was not too impressed by his catalog. Exactly. In like the, most of them have the directed least. at least one good film, right? But not him, not Peyton, not Peyton. He, not, he sticks not, to making. Not by himself. <laughs> exactly. With yeah. help, he can make something pretty good. Yeah, he. I, I wouldn't doubt it if most of his work 
on the Mando season two finale was very minimal and gone over by a very thick brush, if you know what I mean. Yep. Yeah. Someone someone definitely did his homework for him, is is all I'm gonna say. Uh but yeah, a James, fantastic director. This is a good send off for him in the MCU. It's a good send off for all the characters. Um, how do you feel about him taking over at DC? Well, it's it's not new news anymore. It's not, but now that we're seeing it. Yeah, I mean, I think that he's... It's at an interesting time, is one thing. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we haven't really made the full switch mm-hmm. yet. We still have movies from the old DC universe yeah. that are yet to come out. So, but I think that it's fine. Like, yeah. I think it's I think it's okay for there to be an an overhaul in the DC cinematic universe Ab- or what yeah, have absolutely. you. Absolutely. I mean, they're not even really that reliant on their own canon. You know, they can still produce films like the Batman and you know be willing to to branch out in that way but yeah i think uh i think he's got a good eye and direction for yeah comic books i i hope that what he does for other movies can still be unique to you know the 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 source or like mm-hmm. the the sort of I- ideas of the characters that he's going to be using because mm-hmm. you know the suicide squad and guardians of the galaxy definitely have their own <coughs> their own sort of flavor and you know how they present themselves mm-hmm. and in like I don't know, energy in that movie. Yeah. And, like, I think that was captured really well by him. But at I the same time, at the same time, I don't think he could do the same thing when he directs a movie about Superman. Yeah, I was about to say that. I was about to say, like, uh, can we, can he really pull off the Boy Scoutish nature of. Superman, right? Because because if we look at the at, if we look at the slate, right, um, his first few uh, shows. All right, so so what it looks like is, um, he's just gonna not recast anyone from like Peacemaker, shit no. like that. So he's just doing. So, so but I don't think he needs to even. No, I, absolutely not. They were fantastic. They were fantastic. I, would I be think upset I, if he did. I think they're even gonna have a second season. If I'm oh, yeah. correct. So, yeah. so, what it's so those people like right have now, something to do. Yeah. What it's looking like right now is, um, so the first thing that we're getting is Creature Commandos next year, which will be um, uh, Viola Davis is coming back. Um, Steve Agee, who is economist from Peacemaker, he's back. Um, 
Uh, it's going to have Rick Flagg Sr., which is Rick Flagg's dad from, from the Suicide Squad. Uh, he's going to okay. be played by Frank Grillo. Um, uh, and then at the end of Peacemaker's season one finale, um, Waller is getting her own spinoff show. Um, again, with Viola Davis. That's cool. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm glad that they're not recasting it. I'm, I, I hope they're just going to be like... Uh, this is the exact this is the exact same universe, but also at the end of Peacemaker uh season one, uh it wasn't Ezra Miller's Flash and Jason Momoa's Aquaman. It was they just retcon it. May, and like maybe they'll just go back and retcon it and just have uh uh fucking I mean it's hard to picture new people are. It's yeah. hard to picture anyone else playing that character. The Flash or Aquaman? Um Amanda Waller. Oh, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Viola Davis was a fucking inspired choice. Yeah, absolutely one the, inspired. One of the best things to come out of that first movie. <laughs> one of the only good things. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, so second season of Peacemaker is coming. Uh, but I think it's gonna be after all that stuff. Um, so Waller, and then there's gonna be a Lanterns show, which is Hal Jordan and John Stewart. Fucking sweet. That is cool. And then Paradise. It's been, a, it's been a while since we've had anything Green Lantern in live action. Yeah, all we had was that one dude, the one monkey bird ape dude in a fucking uh, Justice League, uh, Zack Snyder. Yeah. Um, the re-release. Yeah, and then also there's gonna be a a, a Themyscira before Wonder Woman like Game of Thrones style show. Uh, yeah. And then we're I mean, getting. I hope he's not like heading all of these projects. He's that not. Sounds like he's a not. lot of work to do. But I also trust his ability to find people to do, you know, something yeah. meaningful. He's not. I mean, you kind of need you kind of need that skill when you're in that position. Like it's not. Oh yeah. It's not like. Um. For Phase Four, Kevin Feige was literally on hands, like you know, sculpting everything going on. Yeah. During, um, during all those movies productions, but you know, he definitely found people mm-hmm. to to work on them. So. All right. Uh, and then, <coughs> yeah. What so else? After that is Booster Gold. Uh, I forget who he got for that, or. Did they even talk about that at all? Um, but it's going to be like a comedy. So I'm, I'm excited for that. I think that's mm-hmm. cool. I like Booster Gold. I think he's, he's a fun character. Um, and then for movies, uh, July 11th, 2025, Superman Legacy. Uh, directing and screenwriting, James Gunn. Um, and then we have The Authority. Uh, uh, in the comics, it's like... Uh, just some some characters you probably never heard of him uh but yeah it, it's really weird that he's he's bringing out these really weird characters but we um, should be used to it yeah now. yeah i mean guardians of the galaxy was that um brave and the bold which is is batman with damian wayne um uh, the Matt Reeves's version is still going to continue under the Elseworlds label, just like Joker, unfortunately. Um, even comparing those two films is just 
leaves a horrible taste in my mouth. Um, and then we're getting Supergirl World of Tomorrow or Woman of Tomorrow. Uh, I haven't heard that much about it, but sounds exciting. And then here's one that I'm really excited. All right. Swamp Thing horror movie directed and screenwritten by James Mangold. I don't know his so, previous works. Uh, Logan, 310 to Yuma, uh, oh. The Wolverine, Ford versus Ferrari, and he's doing Dial of Destiny. So, very exciting. Very that is exciting. cool. I love James Mangold. He's so good. He's a really fucking good director. And he's a really good writer, too. And I, I so yeah. Good that he's given a, a DC project. That yeah. is also a, a change for him, too. Someone who mm-hmm. mostly worked on, you know, um, in Marvel. And he's also working on a Star Wars film. So it's, it's a good fucking year for James Mangold. It, it is a good decade for James motherfucking Mangold. Mm-hmm. For real. He's making buku bucks. Yeah. I'm I'm excited though. I, I think James Mangold has a really good directing style, really good um writing style, and I really appreciate it. He's he's you know, darker and, and grittier, more down to earth, and I really like that. I really like it. Yeah. That's, he's gonna do a good job. It's kinda wild. There's just such a huge number of movies to be expecting. Yeah, and then yeah, we're I think we um, you know, Marvel may be in decline. I I I will honestly say I don't think uh I I don't think it's going to be all that worth seeing any more Marvel movies. I'm still going to go, but I think if the average fan wanted to wanted to stop now, you know, go ahead, honestly. I I I wouldn't I wouldn't blame you. I'm not sure. We would still recommend this movie, but yes, otherwise, 100%. you would totally you just drop the genre. Yeah, entirely. honestly. Honestly, I mean, I mean, we'll we'll tell you if they're good and you should go see them. But you know, I I I wouldn't blame you if you stopped. Just uh, beware the DC fatigue. Because it might be coming. I don't know. I think we're gonna get. I think we're gonna we're gonna see a, a new renaissance of DC projects. You know, Peacemaker already did that. Um, apparently, the Flash movie is gonna be very good. I still don't know if I'm even gonna watch it because Ezra Miller's a bitch. Yeah, I don't. I don't know if I could really support that man. A person, whatever. Whatever you want to call it. I, yeah. And also they're kind of, it's kind of depressing what they're doing with Michael Keaton. <laughs> it's a, a little bit depressing that, yeah. you know, yeah. But apparently everyone says it's fucking good. So, you know, I, everyone said the same thing about Guardians 3 and I went into it and it was good. So we'll just have to see. Yeah. I mean, I had some more faith in in this movie just because we've seen things yeah. come from this like s- scope before but I mean the Flash is just something totally different 
I will say. Yeah, I, I don't, don't know. know. I don't know how to feel, because really, Ezra Miller is still just a shitty person as it stands. <laughs> yeah. I, I really, like, cannot feel that comfortable watching him, let alone twice as much of him on one screen. Yeah. They, they really are rough. I don't know if they still go by they, them. I don't even know. But, like, yeah. They're, uh... They it's not really... to any fault of the studio because I no, mean, how do you how not. do you absolutely not how do you account for somebody's actions like that? But you know that's that's just the world we live in right now. Yeah, I would tend to agree. Uh, also, uh, Aquaman still has amber heard in it they were they really do double down on the we're gonna keep working with all the shitty people and we're gonna let all the good people go you know Mm -hmm. right like i mean uh, i'm probably just not interested in that like even before she was uh you know she it came to the public eye that she'd done those things just because i honestly did not really like the first aquaman movie i thought it was like surprisingly good you know it was cheesy and campy but it's a fucking aquaman movie you know you can't make aquaman serious right like have you seen his fucking costume that bright orange with the green boots hell no justice for black manta (laughs) yeah the man I mean, got the shaft in the second act. I mean, Black Manta. I mean, he's got that giant fucking thing on his head, man. At this point, you gotta kind of accept that you're kind of a fucking loser. At that point, at that point, if, if you wanna, if you define yourself as the arch enemy of fucking Aquaman, you're gonna get clowned on, dude. Just like in real life, in real life, if Aquaman existed. And there was a villain who specifically went about fighting him. I would clown on him so hard on this podcast. A hundred percent. One hundred percent. I would be clowning on him. Actually, hey, uh, hey, James, Jimmy, Jimmy, my boy, Jim, James, my boy, my man, my main man. Give us a cameo in, in one of your new DC what? movies. Give us a Hey, hey, hey. You know, it's it's a it's a it's a shot, but you know, give us a cameo. Hell yeah. I would if he all right, if he reached out to us, he emailed us and he was like, Hey, do you guys want to be in the new movie? Are you gonna fucking say no? Well, I would not say no, but I don't think that's happening. So it's it's yeah. That's the attitude that you're not exactly the attitude that you're not supposed to have. No, we got to We got to be like, of course, he's going to put us in the new movie. You know, we're awesome. You know, James, call us uh, uh, or DM us on Twitter. I don't know. Do something. Uh, hit, hit us up. Find a way to reach us and then yes. reach out to us. And and we will be in any any of those movies. We don't we don't care. Um, uh any of them uh uh my my preference is superman but obviously i don't know you're probably starting production on that pretty soon considering it's supposed to come out in less than two and a half years yeah i would i'd imagine you're already starting production on that so So your time to ask us is ticking 
is what you're saying. <laughs> I wouldn't mind being in Batman, though. Like, come on. Come on. Would that not be the tits? Would that not be the tits? Yeah, make me one of the drowning children. Drowning children number four in the I mean, flooded Gotham. No, no, no. That, no, no, no. In, in James Gunn's Batman. In the, oh, in the main DCU. Own. Oh. Yeah, it's it, the brave and the bold. The brave and the bold. It, different from the Matt Reeves one. Matt Reeves, if you want to put us in, if you want to put us in in the Batman part two, I I would not be opposed to that either. Um, just put us in all your movies, actually. Yeah, hell yeah. Um, just cast me as Superman. Like, why not? Right? You know, I'll. I'll I don't I'll think do Superman's a ginger. Shut up! He's Shut up! Ginger. I'll be Hal Jordan. I'll be Hal Jordan. I don't mind. I'll do it. I think he, he's he, not a ginger either. He is. He has red hair sometimes. Sometimes. Who knows? Okay. Anywho. James. Jimmy. Jim. My man. My main man. Put us in your movies. That'd be really cool. Um. Uh. Yeah. Put it. Give us a cameo in your movies. Uh, yeah, <laughs> specifically one where we clown on Black Manta. Please, please, please let us clown on Black Manta. That'd be hilarious. Let us hit us up on Twitter at IIHS podcast. All one word. Hit us up. We'll we'll be in your movie. We'll 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 do whatever you want. We have no we have no dignity. <laughs> we'll sell ourselves. Awesome. Uh, well, we yeah. will absolutely sell ourselves. I would even out for that. sell out to hating Black Manta, even if I like yeah. him. <laughs> I mean, you know, if 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 they want to like have a little snippet of us debating whether Black Manta is cool, you know, I'm fucking down for that. I'm so down, dude. Hell yeah, he is. But yeah, cool. eh, agree to disagree. Um, but yeah, let us know. Also, we have to go to the ad break, so. Uh, we'll, we'll be back in a bit. Love you. This episode has been generously sponsored by skunknuggetparenting.com run by my own talented mother. Parenting is hard. Sometimes kids and parents are like night and day. It can be very hard to get on the same page with them. And a lot of parents have anxiety that maybe they're doing it all wrong. Luckily, there is a service out there that can help. Skunk Nugget Parenting Solutions is a company that provides parent coaching services, resource referrals, and psychological profiling, along with 24-7 phone and text access in an all-virtual program. Plus, the first consultation is free. In order to get this amazing service, please visit skunknuggetparenting.com. That is skunknuggetparenting.com. Thank you to Skunk Nugget Parenting Solutions for sponsoring this episode. Thank you all for listening. And now, back to the podcast. Welcome back to the show. Thank you for sticking with us. Uh, I've got some news. This this happened in between when we were um, uh, recording part one and recording part two. Um, uh, uh, are you familiar with the Finnish Prime Minister, um, Santa Santa Marin? I don't I don't know how to pronounce it correctly in Finnish. Uh, but, uh, yeah, are you maybe familiar? I've heard of her in passing. Um, she, she got into a bit of hot water, um, cause she likes to party, but so, so she's relatively young for like world leaders. Um, 
and you know she's she's a young attractive lady um uh but she uh recently released that she's uh filing for divorce from her husband so uh uh i've got it i've got it i've got it i've gotten in i'm i'm yeah you're telling you're trying to tell us all that she's available now i mean prime minister not for long not for long not for long santa santa hit me up hit me up i'll uh yeah i'll pay i'll pay for the first date i will (laughs) um but I, I was talking about this. I was on a Discord call with my friend in between. I was like, I can afford to keep doing this podcast forever if she and I got married. So that would be pretty, pretty dope. So Santa, hit me up. I know you're you're a patron of the arts. And I mean, what what could be greater art than this podcast? Shut up, dog! My dog's barking. Shut I up! Hear it. Yeah. Yeah. Um Hey, that Maybe works. your dog wants in, wants an in too. I, uh, I mean, uh, we're a package deal, you know. She's gonna have to be a, a stepmom to my, to my, my furry child, my, my four-legged mutant furry child. Would you knock it off, dog? Yeah. Um. But yeah, that's cool, Santa. Hit me up. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um. I had a thought Wonderful. recently. I had a thought recently. Um, do you want to hear about it? I suppose so. Um, so like, I was I was on my phone, right? Uh, just you know, nothing going on. Um, I was like dog sitting, I think. Um, and I'm just on my phone. And Tear Zoo, are you familiar with Tear Zoo? No. What is that? So Tierzu is a YouTuber who makes um like biology animal videos but uh sort of structures them in like putting them on like a tier list like like a Smash Heroes tier list or like an Overwatch Heroes tier list. Um it, it's like video game style, right? Um and he made this video on giraffes where it's like are giraffes OP and I watched it and and just like Right as I was watching, I was like, damn, giraffes really be out here existing, you know, right? Because, like, I'd forgot that they existed, you know, right? Because, like, I don't often think about giraffes, right? So, like, when, when something reminds me of them, I'm like, oh, damn, that's crazy. That's wild, you know? Yeah, Cause, because cause they like, are, in fact, real. I, they are. They and say. they they're really, they look really weird, you know? So, I, I was like... I now know what it's like to be like a Roman soldier that Caesar sends to Africa and like sees a giraffe for the first time in his life. You know, it's just like, damn, that's crazy. That's wild. But yeah, that, that was my thought. Well, we're glad for that <laughs> YouTuber's contributions for entertaining Indeed. the thought. Indeed. Speak up a little bit. Speak up a little bit. A little bit more. A little bit more. Oh, uh, that's fine. Um, but yeah, that's. Uh, I mean, do I have any other? Um, oh, I do. I have Give one us more the story. news. Give us the news, man. 
I've I've one Tell more the story. world. I've one more story. It's not quite news, but um So I was talking with this girl, right? Uh and I guess I had a bit of an epiphany. Uh but she was like um, if a dude offers me a tampon when I don't have any, it instantly makes him more attractive. I'll I'll, I'll go back into that later. I want to I want to pose a question to the audience. You're gonna I'll hold go that, that thought. Later. Yeah, everyone hold that thought. Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. Put a pin in that. We can't um, just like sit on that for a little bit. No, 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 no. We're, we got to finish the story, right? So she so she said that, right? Like if 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 a dude offers her a tampon that, and she doesn't have one, it instantly makes him more attractive, right? And so I said brb getting 10 boxes and then i was like no wait if i steal all of yours then you never have any and then i give you them which instantly makes me more attractive and then i i realized i I had an epiphany there that's just what the federal government does they steal all your money and then they give it back to you in a worse way and uh then they assume you're stupid enough to enjoy it and vote for said politicians i figured it out that's that's just how the government works that's quite a stretch no no no. it's it's true right it's true because they they take your own money well it depends on they... if you think that like tampons are worse than what you've given to get them no no no. like like they take your own money but then they give it back to you yeah um, in the form of tampons no, no 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 they give it back to you in like well first of all in terms of like tax refunds uh financial tip Everyone, I know we're we're kind of going on tangents here. Never get a tax refund. You want that don't, thing to be as small as possible because that's your own money it. that they're holding on to you. That, that that's that's their own money or your own money that they're holding on to that you yeah, can't so use. You want it to be refund. as small as possible. Yeah, you so never want to get as little money back. Yes, you want to have government. had you want to have had your money the whole time because they're just taking away your access to your own money. Well, just because I don't think that's, like, I don't know. You have to give the government money anyway through, like, any transaction you make. There's always a tax. Yeah, I so, know, and it's fucking stupid, but so, it's true. So I think it's arbitrary to, like, think about how, you know, that is not, that is your money being taken from you. Because, like, yes, it is. But you would still want that number to be high because the money is still being given to you at well, the end of the day. It's still but it was yours. You could have had it already. You could have invested it into a low cost index fund or or you could have bought Apple stocks in the nineties or whatever the fuck, you know? You could have even bought Bitcoin if you're a fucking idiot. Um just like don't make any transactions that involve paying taxes. Yeah. Well, I, I meant like income tax, right? Like income tax, if you're because they'll hold on to it, um, and you have to make sure that you're getting that the amount that they're supposed to be holding on to as close as possible, but a tiny little bit over, because you never want to owe them money, but you don't want them to be withholding your own money. On so on your income tax returns, you need to make sure that they're withholding as little as possible while still giving yourself a tiny bit of breathing room. And giving you back as little money as possible. Yeah, so when you get that refund, you're getting back as little as possible. It sounds counterintuitive, but it does. But it, it's 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 true. Any any personal finance person would tell you that. Uh yeah. But back to back to all right, so this this was coming from a debate that I was uh 
having with my mom, right? So over the weekend, went down to my house, um, got some boxes moved in, uh, got my Wi-Fi set up. It's all good. Super cool. Um, yeah. But, um, and, and we bought a bunch of stuff from like Walmart and stuff. So that was, okay. that was cool. We're, it's mostly livable now. Um, it still needs some like furniture and some other stuff, but it, if you, I, I spent my first night there over that weekend, so it is perfectly livable. Um, tested and proven. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No ghosts or anything. Um, but, uh, so I, so my mom, uh, she was like, you know, I should have got you some tampons or pads. I'm like, uh, why I'm a, I'm a single man. Um, and then she's like, well, uh, she said in her opinion that if she went over to a guy's house and she got on her period and he had like products and shit for that, you know, she would be, you know, like, like she would be like, like grateful for that. I was like, I don't know. That just seems sus. Um, is this but, the same woman that told you it would be more attractive if you had tampons on hand? No, 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 no. Give? This was that was a girl. That was a girl that I was I was talking to. It was different. So you not my mom. No, no. Just the like, same subject, but a yeah, different but conversation. Because I, so, I asked some of my female friends about it right afterwards. I was like, "Is that weird, or would you be, or would you be like, oh, that's cool?" Most of them said it was cool. Um, most of them said that it would look better if it was an unopened box rather than an open box, because if it was like an open box, they'd be like, okay, what other girls have you had here? You know? Um, and, and that might be like a concern. Someone I, I asked also compared it to like having a, to like a girl having a box of condoms. And I don't know if that's correct. I don't. Yeah, cause, cause like condoms and shit, that's specifically for sex. But like a tampon or a pad, you know, that's just like for existing when you get your period, you know, like you you don't need that shit specifically to get laid. So I, it's it's a little bit different, but yeah, I don't know. I yeah, I would be. I guess I would be a little bit more sussed out by the box of condoms than I guess apparently most people would be on the tampons or pads. But then I asked some other friends, they were in the minority, but a couple of them did say that like, um, it was, it would be weird. And the, and the girl would get jealous. And also it's just like, you know, it's doing too much, but the, where I arrived at is I already have a first aid kit in my house. So if I have tampons and pads next to it, you know, it's, it's, it's just like preparedness, you know, prepared for everything. That's, that's where I'm at. But let, let us know, you know, hit us up on oh, Twitter. I'm glad you've rationalized. A, a well, what are your opinions? What are your opinions? Well, you know, it doesn't hurt. Think? I think why not have that on hand? And why does it matter if it's opened or not? Because if it's opened, then somebody else used them. So the girl might be thinking, you know, who who else is he having over? Yeah, know? but does that matter? Like, it's not like she's going to use every single pad in the box when she goes there the first time to take one. Yeah, no, no, no. It's just like they so, might be thinking, they might be thinking like, all right, who's he having over? You know, is he, is he, is he hoeing around that sort of thing? 
Uh, well, you know, if that's what you're thinking, that's not my go-to thought. But you know, well, if... you're neither one of us are women. You know, maybe you know again, again, female listeners in our audience, let us know on Twitter what you think. Um, uh, what hashtag should you use? Uh, uh, <laughs> is he is he hoeing? Ha- hashtag. I mean, that is a really good hashtag, but I want to save that. I want to save that for a rainy day. How about hashtag <laughs> um, uh, period problems? Hashtag period problems. That's so much worse. I don't know. Hashtag IIHS tampon. Is he hoeing? Like, that's the thing about a hashtag is it can be applicable to multiple subjects, right? You can, like, it's just meant to clump like a series of ideas. All right, so, fine. Add us on Twitter and use the hashtag is he hoeing. And yeah, there you go. There you go. There you go. Okay. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. You you can you can use that uh yeah, let us know. Let us know what you're what you think about that. Um uh well uh uh I got nothing. What what do you got? A big red button. We don't have time. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. We still yet. got like twenty minutes. Is he hoeing? Is he hoeing? I mean, I don't know. Do you have a big red button question this week? Uh, I don't know. I will have to get back to you on that. Uh, well, what are we going to do for the next 10 minutes? Well, I don't know. You you have your news about your house. Oh, I guess. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's that much news. I, I mean, yeah, I just I stayed over. Oh, my uh, my pods are being delivered today. That's, your that's, pods. Yeah. Like U-Haul pods. Oh, they're chipping shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. it was supposed to be done on the fifteenth, but they're they're. Um, so they're you're in, you are currently in the middle of moving right now. Uh, yeah, sort of. It's exciting. Um, yeah, it's just uh, it's it's so it's hard, right? Because I've still got finals, and some of them are in person. Um, so I still have to be near my old school. Yeah. Um. So I'm still at home. Plus, I still have my my PC set up here. So, so you're basically glued to your home until that moves. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, and my dog as well. But I I'm waiting for the fence to be put up there, and they're not even the fencing company isn't even available to look until like the middle of June. So that's uh. So it's a prog it's a it's a work in progress. It definitely is. It definitely is. But um yeah, and then plus I'm going to I think I mentioned this last week, but I'm going to the Dominican Republic for a medical mission. Um interesting. Yeah, here in the here in the next few weeks we just Tell us a little bit about that. Uh so it's it's just we're going to DR, you know, they're less fortunate than us so we wanted to go and help we were i was gonna go to guatemala um over new year's like the day after christmas to new year's um but 
there's a, there's a long story about that in in a previous episode. I I forget which one it is. Um, but I guess just a quick recap is um, uh, my parents went to a party at my neighbor's house for Christmas Eve ish, or or maybe the day before Christmas Eve, and. Um, one of the people at that party tested positive for COVID. And so they were like, oh shit, we, uh, uh, like it'll take a while to incubate, but if we tested positive, if either one of us tested positive in Guatemala, we would have had to quarantine there for multiple weeks. And it was just not really conducive to that. So you because, were benched for that. Yeah. So we just decided not to go. Um, we had, I think we had trip insurance for that for most of it, but yeah, we just didn't go. Um, but this hopefully Lord willing and the Creek don't rise. Um, this is going to be our first, uh, trip that we're going on and hopefully not the last. Cause I, you know, I, I think it's a, a good idea, you know, go yeah. volunteer, give back to the people. Well, you know, then Wishing you have a good trip mm-hmm. to the, thank you, to thank the you. DR. That must mean we're not having an episode next week. No, we're gonna. We're probably gonna have to record another one this week. Um, or wait. No, I think we're okay. I think we're okay as long as um, we can definitely coming record. to you live from the Dominican Republic. No, I. I think I will be back by then. I think it's Kale. Kale mail ordered his computer. All the way down there. <laughs> Shit, God, I hope not. Um, uh, let me let me go back and and see how long that I'm supposed to be there, because that might be. There is no important. return flight planned yet. <laughs> uh, 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 God, I hope not. I do not want to be on Hispaniola forever. You know, I'm sure it's beautiful. Wouldn't want to live there forever. No, thank you. No, thank you. Okay, I think. I think we might have to record two episodes next week or record another one this week. Who knows? Who can really say? But, um, yeah, we're, uh, we might, yeah, yeah. I, I will do my best to make sure that we, uh, have an episode out that week. I, I don't like to miss episodes. I've gone to great lengths. I, I went to very, very great lengths to make sure that we didn't miss an episode, um, when I was going to Guatemala. Uh, we stayed up from like, we started at like 11 PM and we went to like 4 AM recording like two episodes and they were like super long. Cause they were with uh, oh. my previous co-hosts, uh, girlfriend. So we went over, um, cause we just had really good banter. Um, and it was just, Oh my God. One was like two hours long and the other one was like an hour and a half. It was rough. We, we my, definitely felt the end. My you know? take. I Good banter is not worth the 4 a.m. grind. Hey, but we we had two episodes up. We did not miss an we didn't miss a week. Well, there for, you go. Yeah. So I'm I'm proud of myself for that. Um and if we have to do that, then God willing, then it's gonna happen, you know? And it won't go to four AM. Uh here's fucking hoping not. Cause I've got finals. I've got finals next week oh god oh god this is all right so this is what's really weirding me out here is 
I've been at this school for more than three years. This is going to be my final semester here. So that's really odd, you know. It, and then it, starting life at a new school. Yeah, yeah. It's exciting. It's really weird and, and stressful. And uh, yeah, change. Change is very spooky. Spooky kabuki. Um, uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not ready for it. I'm not, I'm not. It's, it's, yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know. Do you have your big red button yet? No. I, I stalled for five whole minutes to get you to come up with a damn big red button. (laughs) And you, you had one job. You had one. Uno job. I have nothing. Fucking kill me. All right, stall. Start stalling. (laughs) While I come up with one. (laughs) If you had to choose to press this red button and gain a certain benefit at the expense of a huge cost, of which these two things... Okay, I got it. 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 All right. I don't know if we've asked this one before. There's been so many that I I lose track. Um I feel like I have actually asked this one before. Um you can uh see the future. Uh, and predict it with 100% accuracy, but nobody will ever believe you. Um. I would not hit the button. I think I enjoy being on the same level as other people. Mm-hmm. In anticipating, uh, I don't know what comes next. I would. Now, I think I'd. I'd feel extensively more lonely if I was in that position. Now, see, children, this is what's called the Cassandra complex, where you, uh, yeah, I get, uh, the it's after the mythological. I've definitely asked this big red button question before, but I don't care. Um, uh, where, uh, Cassandra, the, the mythological character, um, Cassandra, yes, Cassandra, she was a priestess of Apollo and the daughter of King Priam of Troy, uh, uh, Troy of the Trojan Wars. Um, she's a character in the Iliad and the Odyssey and also the uh, uh, the plays about fucking whatever that one dude's name is the 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 bad the asshole Greek guy instead of the cool asshole or instead of the cool Greek guy um I forget his name at the time but he so what happened was Cassandra was a priestess of Apollo and Apollo's like damn she fine so he 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 you know, he comes down, he's like, Hey, hey baby, hey baby, you know, I'll, I'll give you I'll give you the gift of prophecy if you let me hit it real quick. 
And she's like, no, I'm a virgin. I take my duty seriously. I won't even sleep with Apollo, even though I'm worshiping you. Doesn't make a lot of sense. But so then he's like, all right, I'll give you the gift of prophecy. But now nobody's going to believe you. So when the Greeks rolled up in the in the horse, right? Guess who fuck it was like, there's a there butt ton of, there. there's a fuck ton of Greeks in there. There's a shit ton of Greek soldiers in there. Nobody believed her. Everyone got murked. She got kidnapped by asshole Greek King. She goes back home to asshole Greek King's house. Um, spoilers, by the way, for a 3000 year old uh, play. But yeah, uh, if you didn't know what happened 3000 years in the past, you're fooling it's kind yourself. Of on you. It's kind of on you. Uh, yeah. But um, she comes home and the guy's husband or the guy, what? The guy's wife is uh, the guy's husband. <laughs> the guy's wife is getting way too close with one of his boys. And her boyfriend. Like, yeah. His wife's boyfriend, um, mm-hmm. literally. And she comes home and she's like, ah, because she knows she's about to fucking die. And the wife and the boyfriend kill the husband and Cassandra. And then that sparks a giant cycle of revenge by Orestes and, uh, what is it, Electra? Yeah. Anywho. Yeah. But, but, long story short, that I always. Awful. That yeah. sounds like such a terrible life. <laughs> yeah. I, long, but long story short, like, though. That was like the worst life to have where you can yeah. see the future. But nobody believes you. Yeah, I I already live that. I live that. That's me. I always see shit coming, and I'm like, nobody's gonna believe me. Nobody's gonna believe me, and it happens. And I'm always right, but nobody sees that and like like changes their course of action. So I already feel like I'm living that. I'd rather yeah. just you know you see, confirm you've it. Cre- you've created like a loop because I don't believe you either. You know, you know, I exactly, exactly. And, and that's, that's what I have to live with. You know, it's, it's, it's so fucking frustrating. You have no idea, dude. Yeah. It is so goddamn frustrating. Oh my fucking tits, dude. It is absolutely just, oh my God. It's so irritating because it, it, the sheer amount of times that I get it right is really, it, it's astounding. It, and it's only rivaled by the amount of people who don't listen, you know, because like, I'll get it right every single time, but nobody mm-hmm. like internalizes that. And it's like, Hmm, maybe we should listen to the guy who keeps getting everything right. And it, it really is just, it's so obnoxious. It's so fucking obnoxious, you know? Cause like, you know, I'm a pretty smart fucking dude, Right. You know, I, I graduated cum laude. That's something, right? But nobody takes me seriously at their own detriment. And I, you know, I, I would say as listeners of this podcast uh, and just in general, people who know me, you know, I would say listening to me is pretty damn smart. So, you know, that that's that's your your piece that's of your advice. two cents. That's your you advice know? to the world. Is that if you want to hear the right advice that nobody listens to. You know, they don't listen to it at their peril. You know, do you want to be better than them? Then I would listen to me. 
I'm pretty smart. I, I, I generally know what I'm doing, but people act like I don't for some reason. Um, well, yeah. in the future, their eyes will be opened up to it in one way or one shape or form. Oh, they will. They absolutely will. Um, and then I just wanted to, Oh, I, I, have, I have one more thing I wanted to say. Um, yes. So something that really pissed me off today. Uh, I retweeted this. Lay it on us. So, um, I don't know if you're familiar with, uh, uh, some more news on, on YouTube. Um, Give us the deets. Uh, so it's, uh, it's this like leftist, uh, you know, anti-capitalist, like, oh, this is why capitalism is bad. Uh, Right-wing comedians aren't funny, that sort of thing. Um, and you know, he, he's just the most annoying kind of of like online progressive person where he's like super duper smug and up his own ass and yeah, that sort he's of so thing. far up it yeah he, he's so far up his own ass he should be able to see out his own fucking throat um and uh you know so of course he's like oh you know the writers are striking uh, leftist revolution blah 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 you know that's that's how it is and um, so like at, at the, the writer strike at, uh, specifically at Netflix, um, at the picket line at Netflix, um, Imagine Dragons, you know, showed up to do like a, a little like surprise concert to like, you know, uh, you know, like, like work with the writers. Cause you know, they're trying to support the writer strike and fucking the Cody Johnston, um, he, he retweets it and he says, Imagine Dragons tries to break strike by performing. And that just fucking hit just me the wrong the pot. way. That just hit me. The pot. It did. It hit, and it hit me the wrong way. And so this is what I said. I said, imagine them doing something nice for the strikers who Cody supports. And then he gives them shit for it because they're doing a hell of a lot more for them than he is. He ain't doing shit. He's, oh my God. He's so fucking smug. And annoying and condescending. That is the biggest problem with with people left of center in this country. Is the fucking condescension. Yeah. Yeah. It's a shame they have such a vocal platform. They really we, fucking do. We can project their messages. Yeah. It's, it's so fucking annoying. I, you know, of, of like... I can give you three examples right now of just people that just are so fucking annoying and smug and douchey about it. There's fucking. Uh, Let's hear them. Some more the news prime guy. Three. Yeah, some more news guy. Um, Thought Slime and Anthony Fantano. Anthony, he's not really like a politics guy, he's like a music we guy. We just hate him. He's just really fucking smug about his goddamn politics, and it's really fucking annoying, as with the other two. But Fantano is a little bit more more um, tolerable because politics aren't his like main thing. 
but like thought slime and some more news all you know that's their whole thing is just politics so if you think they're smug assholes if you uh, want an ounce of original content from them you will find nothing you will just see a filtered opinion on the geopolitical climate that we all exist in indeed and the the worst part is right um I don't know if they're like, they don't feel like they're like virtue signaling so much, right? Like they're, they, they genuinely seem to like believe that shit. They're not like grifting just to like, you know, seem cool. There are some other creators who I feel do that. Oh, oh yeah. If we were going a tier down even lower. (laughs) Oh, I would say they're even worse. You know, the the kinds of talking heads. No, the the grifters, the the ones who don't actually believe it, but they just want to seem cool and like virtue signal. I would say those are worse than the people who actually believe it, but they're just smug and annoying. Uh, like that, they're they're a, a higher tier. I, I would say they're a little bit more respectable than the the grifters and the virtue signalers. Yeah, we fucking hate the grifters. We do. I mean, then the, all right, so. The number one name, whenever I bring that up, like that type of person up, the number one person I can think of who does that is fucking Quentin Reviews, right? Quentin Reviews is like, oh my God, he, he, I I watched him for a little while back in the day and then he started putting his fucking politics in there and he's like, yeah, I'm woke, you guys. I'm woke. Yeah, heck yeah. Uh, Orange Man Bad, am I right? Uh, Amazon? Jeff Bezos? He's bald and stupid. Oh, I love progressivism and socialism. It it definitely feels like he's just doing that because he thinks it'll get him pussy. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. It feels like that. That's his secret. Yeah, yeah, it it definitely feels like that because uh, I think he said it himself that he used to be like one of those like loser nerds, um, like you know, like the people who who hate the Last Jedi because uh, Daisy Ridley's a girl. Um, by the way, I did an excellent parody on that. Uh, I might link that in the tweet when this episode goes out. Um, yes, uh, or just check it out, K Thugston TV on YouTube. Um, yeah, it's actually getting pretty good, pretty good views right now. It's, it's the stupidest kind of of people. <laughs> but yeah, you know, he he used he self admittedly used to be one of those kind of guys, right? So it just feels like he just changed from doing that because he thinks it'll get him pussy, not because he actually believes that shit. You know, he might he might, but his delivery comes off like that. So that's that's sort of what I get from him. And I would say that that's even less respectable than the smug, annoying douchebags. Um, but yeah, now 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 that I've fully laid out all the beef that I have with all these <laughs> larger creators, yes. Um, is there anyone you want to add on there, Maxwell, just to make our our hit list uh, uh, more extensive? Yeah. Um. I don't know. I'm some more of a self-loather. <laughs> I mean, that's evident by your tone. Um, so, so I mean, do do keep listening, but yes. no, no, it is of it is at it is at your own risk. 
We have we have properly warned you. You cannot uh, you cannot say we have not. And if you are one of those creators and you're listening to me right now, we'd love to debate you. Oh yeah. Uh yeah. Uh you're welcome you're welcome to uh to fight us. Yeah. I I would like to say I would like to say my favorite debate on the internet was um so Schlatt Jay Schlatt has this new podcast, right? Where it's just um uh him like debating like other internet creators. Um and his episode with Hassan was just it devolved into them showing each other's guns to each other. It was really fucking funny. Yeah. Yeah. Jebediah Schlattery. Get on the. I I don't know if that's your real name. Uh, uh, Schlatt, get on this podcast. Hit us up. Well, yeah. Th- this really is just me hitting up everyone online to just be like, "Hey, come on the show," yeah. or or asking them on a date. So, you know, <laughs> whichever comes first. Grind set. That's that's some grind set type shit, dude. You know, mm-hmm. like that's that's some. Absolute, you know, I, I'm on the grind set here, bro. For real, for real. Um, but I think other than that, uh, I think we should thank our patrons. Uh, Justin Connor, thank you, thank you for supporting us. Uh, really helps us out. Um, if you want to help support us over on Patreon, you get a cool shout out at the end of every video on the three dollar tier, and then on the five dollar tier, you get all these episodes early as soon as they're done editing ad free so that that's a that's a huge bargain for for two extra bucks that's a wahoo right there. and yeah and you get a shout out at the end of every episode so that's that's crazy you know that's that's awesome so you get to hear your own shout out ad free before it even goes up on on you know apple podcasts and and rss and whatever else this this is the content you should expect absolutely and you should pay for it you should you should pay us for it absolutely 100 percent. so uh yeah definitely definitely go check us out there patreon.com slash iihs podcast all one word if you want to reach out to us on social media we are at iihs podcast on twitter and instagram uh i've been thinking about trying to start up a blue sky so uh stay stay tuned for that we might have that up at some point um uh, that's the best place to th- those two websites are the best place to reach out to us for Q and a topic suggestions, uh, stuff like that. Um, new updates as well. So that check us out there. Um, other than that, other than that, uh, yeah, I'm, I've been incredibly influential and I've been highly successful and we will talk to you guys next week. <laughs>